we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. I struggle to to comprehend how you would just, you know, willy-nilly sort of uh, say, hey, yeah, this is the God I like. I, I'm going to just serve that God. But I want to know if it's true, man. I, I want to understand the truth. You can edit that out, right? <laughs> he, won't, he won't be here next episode. Oh, man. I about didn't make it. I was drinking my water. Uh, hey there, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to another episode of True Discussion. The only podcast in the world where we discuss anything with anyone, and we know if it's true or not because we stand on, on the Word of God. We are your hosts. Once again, my name is Joseph Dobbs, joined by my very, very... Um, tall. <laughs> I was trying to think of another adjective because I always call you handsome. My very tall friend. Yeah. You just lied. What's your name, bud? You just lied. Christopher Douglas. I'm sorry, I was t- taken aback by your... I guess I did lead you. Your description. I'm so sorry, man. Wait, you said tall. Yeah, you I the did. Threw that right. out there. Yeah, and then I'm accusing you. That sounds like some political stuff, huh? huh? Yikes! Gotcha. <laughs> is what that is. Absolutely. Uh, I'm so sorry. Don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we're gonna get there right out of the gate. No, probably I don't not. Know. Right? Yeah. No. Let's 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 bring it in, man. Hey, let's, let me. Let's can I read back, a quote people. to you? Um. No. Let's. We need. Get, we don't have a lot of time. No, it's really good. Okay, go ahead. Do you, are you? All right. Yeah, if I don't it's, like uh, it, I'm going to edit it No, out. you're going to love it. Charles Spurgeon, he said that the scripture alone is a absolute truth, authoritative truth, undiluted truth, eternal, everlasting truth. Nailed it. Amen. Yeah, absolutely, man. Amen. Uh, there, well, there's a, was it the last sentence? To eternal, everlasting? Yes. Yes. That's, that's, that is key, right? Right. It's everlasting. Well, it's authoritative, not my, too, yeah. Right? Like, there's it's not power in some that. temporary opic- opinion, mm-hmm. right? It's forever authoritative. Yeah, God's word. Well, I was listening to uh, Greg. He was <sighs> preaching something this weekend, and I don't remember exactly what the context was, but I do remember thinking because he was kind of talking along the lines of like, you know, not worried about other other world religions and, and things like that. Like that's not, that's not his concern. Okay. And, and he was talking about the lack of authority that comes from those things. Oh, okay. Right. Sure. And that I, and I was like, man, that's, that's really true because I'm sure that, it, and you've done construction. Uh, so you know how, you know, they, words can fly. Right. And it's always right, JC right. this and GD that. Yeah. Right. Why is that? Because there's authority in that. Authority in the name. <laughs> I, don't, I don't say G-doodle. Now, people, right. okay, okay, but people do. And what do people, what, what do the listeners hear when people say, golly doodle? They snicker. Right. They laugh, don't they? They laugh. Sure, They're yeah. like, why would you say that? Right, yeah. That's sure. pretty fluffy. They do. Sure. That doesn't have any authority. Sure. You say golly doodle and people will go, is he being serious right now? Let's, let's yeah. deal. But it is, that's, but that's what's all I've, I've been struck by that for a long time is to hear people say that, that those kind of things yeah. or, you know, the Lord's name in vain in that. Non-believers that kind of as well. Is right, that what yeah, your oh, point absolutely. is? Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's everyone, what, anyone that says that is wrong, but I'm saying yes. it is the non-believers saying that. Even using that, uh, and, that and it's name. Just, it doesn't, 
it's illogical, but it also is mind-boggling that they don't connect the dots. Right? They're saying that for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's because of authority. And it wh- has to be. And to a non-believer, why, I mean, why would that be a curse word? You don't go around saying, Santa Claus! Like, that... Right, I felt, exactly. I felt ridiculous saying that. Like, yeah. that's not a curse word. Yeah. And you know why? I was going to say he's not real. We don't have kids listening, do we? <laughs> we don't have a kid. We might. Yikes, demographic. It sounds like you just <laughs> ruined it for someone. Kind of pulled the cat out of the bag. Yeah. Sorry, Shut mom. off your to... kids around. Um, but there's no authority, right? You wouldn't yeah. say Santa Claus. That's it's not a thing. So, I, man, yeah, we need to get some non-believers on here because we got a bajillion questions. That'd be fun. A bajillion? That's a number. Don't worry about it. I looked it up. Is that? So. Okay. Am I right? Hey, man, you know, before we... We press on, and I already, I already thanked you ahead. But I, 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 last episode we talked about dating our brides. Yeah, right. And sure enough, you guys got to go on a date as well. We did, yeah, man. It was man. awesome. Let's talk about that. Actually, can we talk about yours first? Sure. How was that, dude? It was, it was, it was really great. Um, I'm. There's just something about being able to sit down and share a meal, and we actually went to a movie after as well, but just to sit down and, and just to be able to enjoy, you know, and it's, and it's interesting too, how, and it's not like the day, the day grind is, it, it creates that ten, the just natural tension. Sure. I don't mean it in like a super negative way, but it is noticeable, right? Getting out of the house with my bride, going and sitting down at a restaurant and just enjoying her, mm. man. Uh, it's fantastic because it's, you know, we can have a conversation without it being inter- interrupted. I can't tell you how many times, and I feel bad for her because there's times where I'm trying, you know, we're trying to communicate something sure. and, and it may be trivial, but nonetheless, it's like there's, it's a madhouse. And sometimes I, I get sort of just frustrated and just like, not like mad, but like, we'll talk about it later. And sometimes we don't, you know, and, and like I said, yeah. it may be something immaterial, but it is frustrating. And so, I think it's stuff like that that really just makes me enjoy so much that time, you know, and I don't know, dude. It's it's really cool. That's awesome, man. I mean, just that you get to do that. Right? Yeah, what, get to. What a That's the key thing, word, right? Yeah, absolutely. Get to. I don't ever want to get to this place where that's she's not a joy. Right. Right? Like, I I get to enjoy life. With with my bride, yeah, Megan, and and I, who, who has promised, hey, we're in it, right? For the rest of our life. Yeah. We're in it, man. Like, let's do this. It it's just, it's that fear of imagine marrying someone, right? You marry him, mm-hmm. you love him, it's it's great, but then you know whatever the new wears off, and right. you sort of stop dating, mm-hmm. and uh, I can confess, I don't know, if it's a guy thing, human thing, me thing. But we sort of do that like, well, you know, we're not throwing pots and pans at each other, so I assume we're okay. We're good. <laughs> right? So it's <laughs> like, like, do I need to date you? Yeah, because we're okay. Yeah, that's yeah, right, the yeah. standard. Um, but the thing of it is, is imagine, you know, you, you can mask that for however long. But imagine sure. not dating the closest person in your life. Imagine not dating them for the next 30 years. Mm. What do you think is going to happen? Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, I just I can't imagine the bitterness and... Whatever, man. Well, just and, devoid of joy, right? Yeah. And 
I don't know. You and I had a gr- great, great conversation because um, I called you Thursday, Friday. I don't, I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. Sometime last sure. year. Yeah. And just the, the analogy that really stuck out of me was that brick wall of like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you told me it was sort of like I'm building my own and you don't even realize until, what was it, to the top? You're to the top. Sure. When yeah. it's like just stop building that brick and, right, like, yeah. see, and like see what's going on. And so um, – I don't know. It, I'm with you. Just to, it was fun that we came off a show of talking about like dating, and then and then we got to and and you guys provided that for us. Like you offered to to babysit, and um, man, we went out Monday night. It sounds like we did the same thing as you, right? Mm-hmm. It's just simple. It's not this. Yeah. And and maybe some advice to people who are new to marriage. I don't know uh, what right I have. I'm we're still figuring it out too. But don't don't think that it has to be this amazing mind-blowing event and then therefore you have to top it the next time just just date so was it difficult going from like thousand dollar uh dates we had to sort of reel it in um no you know what i am a simple guy i'll I'll say i'm a simple guy we went to crazy yards went to a movie yeah and i ended up telling her like the next day i was like hey i had fun last night mm-hmm. now that may not sound fun to anyone oh you just went to crazy eyes and you went to a movie oh, what it's i had fun it yeah. was just us what movie did you guys go see we went to see the same one as you right oh, the, the western yeah tom hanks bro the, something news to the world or something like that yeah, new yeah. to the new so, it yeah, was I'm good sure. right um i wasn't gonna tell anyone this because i have to preach a sermon here at the end of the month uh-huh I'll go ahead now. Where at? Just because we're talking about the the movie at Harvest. Uh-huh. Um, uh, okay, love you, Mrs. Dobbs. We're 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 pressed on. I don't want to embarrass you because I you, you probably don't want us talking about you. But anyway, um, so the movie uh, we both enjoyed. So here's what I'm going to tell. Um, I'm going to preach a message at the end of this month. But it's sort of it was inspired. The movie struck something to me that I, was, mm-hmm. that I ended up thinking about for the next next day. Uh, Tom Hanks' character. His occupation reads is he reads the newspaper to the town folk. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is an old western. Travels so, around. Now, when I first saw it, I was like, "Huh, I don't know if that's an actual occupation, but I believe it is. Mm-hmm. I should I should look it up." Sure. I but I I bought it that I was like, "Yeah, I guess someone would have been paid to read, and the townsfolk would have gathered and and wanted to know what is going on sure. locally and federally." I mean, that's the issues he would read. Yeah. So whether it's true or not, it just, it led me to some thought. Um, and that thought was, it was interesting to me that all the town folk gathered at a specific time because they wanted to sit down, mm-hmm. shut up, right? sort of escape their hardships, is what he said in the movie, and hear something else that was going on. Now, what they were about to hear were stories Right. That were true mm-hmm. and what was going on. And the reason why that struck me is I was like, man, that's interesting that these, these, that's what these people are after. He provides that. And he even made a joke later that he was a preacher by nature. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught that. And because that's kind of what it appeared to me was like, here's a guy standing up with the truth. Everyone's gathering to hear this. Yeah. Right. Whether the story might be terrible or not, yeah. it's these true events. And so I couldn't help but think, I was like, man, that's pretty cool to see. And then I thought, you know, what's interesting is we, we do that today, and I'm not talking like church. Mm-hmm. I'm talking millions of people do that every day, 
for hours. Mm-hmm. We gather. We try to get on Facebook, sure. YouTube, whatever. Right. And we sit down and we're trying to figure out what is going on. Right. We want to, we want to know. Sure. And here's the dumb thing is it's, it's of no value. Like Facebook, what truth are you going to get on there? Sure. Pictures of people's dogs, their kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not smashing pictures of people's kids, but what good is it going to do me? Right. What, what knowledge am I gaining from that? What truth am I gaining from that? Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting to me. Millions of people will do this every day. I do it too. I'm guilty of it. Spend time on YouTube, Facebook, whatever, uh, Instagram, and sort of try to leave the hardships. And we're trying to hear what is, what is on there. We're trying to know. Sure. But do we have that same hunger for the actual truth? Right. Like the, the description Spurgeon just gave us. Right, yeah. That eternal authoritative truth. Sure. Do we have that same hunger? Yeah, and now you could argue, well, yeah, we do that once a week. Yuck. Uh, right, right. <laughs> well, once a week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the thought hit me. I'm like, man, when I die, I don't know if God is going to sit me down and be like, hey, here's a chart of all the minutes I gave you. Oh, no. And here's a tiny sliver oh, of what man. you did pursuing my oh, work. Like, no. <laughs> right? Sure. But then think of all the other stuff that we sit down and we give, we, we put in that altar, sort of like the newspaper reading guy, and we say, all right, what do you have to say? Mm-hmm. Like, we seek so much other stuff to see what it has to say. Sure. Instead of his word. Yeah. And I'm full well guilty of that. So yeah. I'm not casting any stones. Something else in that movie that, and this isn't near as good as you, <laughs> yours, or uh, I don't know that it's super spiritual either. Although, uh, do you remember when they go into some county and it's like this backwoods yeah. sort of? That's interesting because the nature of man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But one of the things that it was, what, what I found cool about that was that he he knew and like you had talked about you saying a preacher by nature he knew what was going on in the community in that community right yeah and he knew what needed to be said because they're pressing him like hey you're gonna read this you're gonna say this and he knew because what happened when he was done reading like it all the people right it broke loose and so it's like he's sharing truth about what is going on and that invoked this this I don't this reaction yeah. of the people to kind of look around like wait a minute. Well, it was cool too because even in front of the leader mm-hmm. of that town, you know, he wanted his false. But he paper. knew, right? And even the people yeah. sort of knew because they were like, "No, we would rather." Hear. He put up to a vote. We we want to hear this, the right, real story. A vote, yes. And so he was clever, man. Yeah. Very clever. Cool. Like it was he he understood people and what needed to happen mm-hmm. and and. Yeah, it was cool. I, I, I thought it was it. a great movie. Oh, yeah, I'm and I'm a sucker for westerns, man. Like the scene where the bad guys are chasing up the rocks. Oh, were you man. not tense for like 20 minutes? Yeah, like, that was good. Yeah, that was good. Good stuff, man. Yeah, very okay. good. Well, welcome back. We should get to the show, Chris. Uh, what are we just? Oh man. Oh, if I could, what? though. No. Just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, I hate to get back on your track, but I would like hmm. to go back just briefly to to the brick. Uh, the wall, right? Oh like, yeah, yeah. I guess I, I for the listener, um, something that, and this is something that I have learned the hard way, right Th- through life, man. Um, is is it a wall like a brick wall goes up, but a, a brick at a time, a brick at right, a time, right. and that's how a wall goes up. And so, um, that's something that the Lord has really spoken into my heart because 
you know, you think about like some insignificant thing. I actually had a talk with uh, my oldest daughter about about this very thing, right? Mm. Um, and I was kind of talking about how, like, say a brick could be something relatively insignificant. Like, you know, it seems like my my family and I, we can never be on time to anything, right? And that really irritates me. It really does, <laughs> okay. right? Now, I can just concede that we're going to be late to everything. I can be mad about it. And I can allow that brick to go on the wall, right? Because I'm ticked off and I'm I'm not reconciling it. Either I'm not taking the actions to make sure that everybody is is going to be on time or, uh, you know, I'm just saying it is what it is. Mm. And so that's an insignificant thing. But the problem is, is that when we let those things go unchecked, that brick goes in the wall and that yeah. wall goes up. And so... That is is something that I, I feel like again God has really put on my heart to work those things out in my own life, my own relationships. Because if my wife tells me something that that frustrates her, I I want to listen, mm-hmm. but I also understand that I want to reconcile that somehow. I want her to be validated right, right. in that because I know that if that goes unchecked, right? Not that she's not worth there is no reconciliation in her heart on that matter. Whatever it is, as insignificant as it is, that down the road, it does, it may not matter right now. And it may not be the fifth time or the sixth time that it's been brought up, that same thing, that cyclical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the hundredth time, sure, you know it starts to get wearing. And so, yeah. um, anyway, man, uh, if, if you, I guess if the, the listener can, can understand where I'm coming from in that, um, you, that's why we have to, I mean, live today, right? Like, like maybe it is our last. And so when yeah, it comes to man. those, those relational pieces or, or those things that, that are a frustration relationally. Right. And that's how, why you see divorce the way it is. Yeah. Right. Because there's this neglect that that is taken place, and then that lens is formed. We talk about the lens when oh, it comes yeah. to theology yeah. and all those type yeah. of things, and now it's like I don't see my spouse as my my partner, my my best friend. Mm. Right. Mm. I then see my spouse as that little brick. Yeah. Of of bitterness or whatever yeah, it is, whatever it is, yeah, and so sure. then it you know her concern or whatever. Falls on deaf ears, you know, mm, mm. and so that that's how it that's how it goes, man. It's a slow fade, and so dude, no, man, absolutely. Like, uh, uh, I know you said it last week, but in in our personal life, you say it all the time. Uh, uh, approach dictates response. Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. so, man, if I'm being honest, uh, Mrs. Dobbs, you're gonna hate me, but I'm 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 really trying to talk about our our marriage, uh, just because. I I really do love the date that we had, but but the things that came from it, mm-hmm. and it's so small the the act like the date that we did, but my point is is okay. So we, Shay, you can either yell at me and I'll never talk about this again, or 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 this is okay. But I I just I feel like we can give some advice. Mm-hmm. I don't know, right? So, uh, we had a date, and then because of that, man, since that we we've had some conversations that are just deep, mm-hmm. 
emotional, and I confess to her, like, uncomfortable, but they needed sure. to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to imagine having those prior to that date, like, like a week ago, where we were kind of in a, we were kind of in a funk of like, eh, we're off, uh, not on in sync anymore. Like, what's right. going on, you know? And trying, I'm trying to imagine having those conversations last week wouldn't have happened. Right. No way. Right. Cause that, yeah. that maybe the, maybe a couple bricks are up mm-hmm. in on both of our sides. And it's sure. like, I don't want to hear what you're talking about right now or, or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. But man, it's just amazing to me. The simple act of like courting your bride and the fruit that I'm like already seeing of like, dude, I don't know. It just, it feels good. Like, right. Isn't it, isn't it, it's so encouraging, but then it's almost like, what was I thinking? Well, dude, in a sense what that was I thinking? I get to go on this date, which is fun in itself. And then the fruit of this awesome time yeah, is absolutely is man. things are just better. Yeah. And wow. I, I don't want to say that as in like stuff was bad. We, no, no, that's no, not I know. what I'm saying no, I, at I all. Get it, man. But there was that look to the married couples. Can I get an amen? Like oh. you hit a funk once in a while where it's oh, like, what, what, it, what? And I'm a guy, so I'm trying to systematically go, what is it? What's the thing I can flip right, and yeah, go, yeah, oh, yeah. we're back to normal. Um, I could have never figured it out. It's not, it's not a thing that I can do on my own. Right. But isn't it scary though, that, that there are people out there who they're unaware, right? Like yes. they're in that relationship and, but that didn't happen overnight. Right. One brick at a time. Right. Um, and they, or, or if they are aware, they're just okay going, yeah, yeah but at least we're not <laughs> throwing pans at each other. So we must be okay. Like, right. man, uh, and that's one of the conversations we have. It's like, I don't want to go 30 years down that road. Right. Right. Like, yeah. let's, let's date, man. And it was just such a good time. Uh, another free tip for guys. Look, I hate cleaning. Okay. I'm not a cleaner. Uh, that's, that's something I hate doing. Um. Your wife will ask you a thousand times to help out because she wants help. Do it without her even asking. Mm-hmm. Oh my! <laughs> right, right. Like it's the simple things, man. Sure. And and if if that's and some of you, that might be an obvious little tip. But guys that don't know that, learn that now. Oh, like absolutely. Just jump in and and fill in, man. Well, I think it's a, it's a, just another way to partner with. Yeah, right? like we're a team. I'm learning. Uh, what? Five years into the marriage. I don't have it figured out. I'm, uh, see, I'm, I thought you guys were like pro. We, we're, we're good, but it's like, I know me. Oh, sure. I'm a knucklehead, man. <laughs> right? Yeah. I got a thick head. I want oh, stuff man. my way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, have a very, I, ha- I have the inability to see outside my perspective. Right? Sure. Like, if I stink. Yeah. I'm, I would be unaware that Chris Douglas thinks I stink right. <laughs> I, I, because I got used to the smell. So I'd be like, sure. well, what you think I stink? Like, I just, I have this inability to see outside myself. And so, sure. um, that's a hindrance in a marriage. Like oh, to be yeah. able to learn like, Oh, I have to try my hearts to see from your right. s- perspective before things get bad. Like I, mm-hmm. I got to see it daily and yeah, brother, I'm learning, but man, sure. well, it's not easy. Right, <laughs> it's not easy. No, it's worth it because I'm still in this sinful flesh. But anyhow, <laughs> love you, babe. Also, like I don't want to embarrass you, but I, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm almost giddy, man. It, it was just a great date. Love my bride, and it's just we've had some really dope, amazing conversations since, mm-hmm. and I dig it, man. Praise God, it's good. Yeah, good. absolutely. Okay, um, 
Yikes, brothers and sisters. Uh, where were we going? Did we have something we were discussing? I thought I cut you off, or we because we had no. No, I we mean backtracked a little bit. I, we've got uh, we got a lot of stuff. I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff to to talk about. We do I, need honestly, to we need to hit yeah. the verse uh, the the verses at some point, and I do have a little something leading into next week, which is going to be our first uh, episode that. Or gosh darn it, how am I trying to? But this is going to be the first episode of our series that we're going to do. Yeah, man, uh, on, kicking it off on these uh, disciplines that every Christian, regardless of of where you're at on the spectrum, right? Like you could be brand new baby Christian, or you could be, you know, black belt in what? What is black belt in what? What is the Christian theology? I don't know. What do you want from me? Yeah, hmm. <laughs> I was thinking something a little more clever than that. Karate? No. What? No. I don't know, man. Anyways, uh, it doesn't matter. You could you could be a black belt Jumping in faith quando. Okay, that's pretty good. That is good. I would put that on a t shirt. All right, man. Uh, so you could be there too. But these are all disciplines that we should desire to grow in. Mm-hmm. Always. I mean, and, and yeah. really, that never stops. I mean, how many times we've talked about this often, but we'll talk about it again. How many times have you read a portion of scripture oh, and man. and then you've read it again and yeah. then you've read it again and then all of a sudden, bang, yeah. right? Like, what in the world? Why did I not notice yeah. that before? And it's not that the words changed and it's not that, right? Like, it's <laughs> I was not just some about to say, hocus oh, pocus stuff. Well, it's, the Bible gets revised and re-edited, so it must be added on. That is false. I know. I hope everyone knows I was joking when I said that. Yeah. No, dude, uh, um, I either called you or, or it was when we were talking uh it was either called you or when i was talking that's like Mm. that's the same thing isn't it well maybe i mean it could have been in person that's what i meant to say aha anyhow um that uh, i started romans again and in in that first chapter which i love the first two chapters but um there was something that jumped out that i was like now i've i know i knew that was in there Mm -hmm. right past 50 times or but for whatever reason that's the part that like so let's let's dig into that yeah all right i guess we're segueing in the Little junk here. Um, Romans 1. It's just... Okay, me personally, I love Romans 1 because it speaks on the... on man and our excuse for our sin and for rejecting God and what he uh, has revealed to man. And where is it? One twenty. So, or is eighteen through twenty? Romans eighteen one eighteen through twenty. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven again against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. So they have the truth. They have it in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. So what can be known of God has manifest, and He showed it unto them. For the invisible things of Him. From the creation of the world are clearly seen and being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they're without excuse. Okay? Man knows God, knows about his wrath. Um, what else can we get from that? That he made it manifest through creation. Man is without excuse, brothers and sisters. Then one goes on. To sort of describe the person who actively, which is what we were talking about before the show started, actively uh, ignores that knowledge of God. 
They refuse to retain that knowledge. Uh, And that's, honestly, that's the bit that really, really jumped out at me, verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. And then you guys know the list. It goes on to give these these sins that we choose to run to instead of uh, the knowledge of God. So why that stuck out at me was I knew that we are without excuse. I know that God haters will turn to these things and that he'll turn them over. But the part that stuck out to me was, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, brothers and sisters, that is a, that is a active thing. That is a person choosing to say, Mm -hmm. I do not want to have this knowledge of God. Like I, I know about him. I knew about him. I do not want that knowledge anymore. I want to know about these things. Right. I mean, ultimately that is that rejection. Right. Yes. Rejecting that knowledge, not not desiring to to retain it. Yikes! And, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. It's an open rejection. It's blatant. When I like going back, going back to, I think it's twenty nineteen twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, nineteen twenty, the year. <laughs> one. No, uh, but verse uh, chapter or verse nineteen and twenty. Golly. Yeah. But uh, the fact that. People are without excuse. Yeah, man. Right? Uh, I, I feel like we've had this conversation before where uh, that part on the excuse, it, that and everything that can be known about God <clears throat> has been clearly seen, being understood uh, from what he has made. Mm-hmm. That is that is general revelation? Yes. Okay. So For all of creation. Right. Has been provided, yeah. Right. So does that equate to salvation? No. Right. No. Um man. I thought you were going to I thought you were going to trick me on that. Well, because because where I thought you were going to take this was um some people could argue that that's what that means. That he's made it obvious, so therefore um sort of universalism. Right. Well, and I, I that's one of the reasons I bring it up because that that's not what it's talking about. It's Mm-mm. not talking about salvation. No. No. However, this is uh there is uh, we're aware of a of the objective moral law. I was just about to ask you that. Yes, yes? I was going to ask you so what is it about? Knowledge of God and moral law. Uh-huh. And wrath. Okay. Yes. So just because a a hidden tribe on some island that we discover professes a god, right? Mm-hmm. They'll have him carved out or something. That's not enough to to save him. No, but the no. fact that there is a moral standard yes. indicates that this is in fact true, yes. right? Yeah. Because it, in that indigenous tribe, there are things that they would say, no, we that is not permissible. Right. You cannot do that. Well, how did they get that standard? That is because of an object, objective moral law, and that is exactly <clears throat> what we're seeing here. But what I would press about is is this reprobate mind, because I feel like there there's a camp that would say that uh, you have zero ability to do the do good stuff, and and yeah. by God's standard, well, I, I would agree, right? Like, yeah, anything outside of faith is is right. A sin, yeah, so. Exactly, exactly. So I don't have a problem with that. But what we understand though is that there you understand the difference between right and wrong. And when oh, yeah. you choose yeah. to reject the knowledge of truth and the knowledge of God, 
then that's what you're given over to, right? Yes. Um, and so actually, Paul goes on to talk about that um, in chapter three. I'm talking off the top of my head here. Um, and I might be off. I, I So there's a part where Paul starts to talk about law, right? Mm-hmm. And and God being righteous in judging that. And he sort of addresses the the weak argument because, my goodness, people tend to use some – we use terrible arguments sometimes – But he addresses the argument that people might say, well, hold on now, Paul. If God is righteous and holy in uh, judging wickedness, then I should just be as wicked as possible to make God even more righteous. Because he'll just, I'm I'm essentially helping him do his part. Right. And he goes, God forbid, like, yuck, that's a terrible argument. Because you wouldn't actually be uh, helping God. He he doesn't need your help. He's he's righteous. Mm but you'd actually just be choosing your sin over him. So no. Then again, he goes back to law. And this is going back to your point of uh, man has that moral law written on their hearts. And mm-hmm. Paul brings that up. He starts to talk about the Jew who was, first the Jew was given the law. And he takes, his, takes a moment to sort of criticize them and call them hypocrites because he's like, you thought you were better. Mm-hmm. You guys thought something special yourself because you were Jew and you were given the law, but you were living this way. So he calls out the hypocrisy, but then he goes back to the Gentile and he basically says, this is a really, really harsh paraphrasing. So excuse me, but he basically says to the Gentile, you're not with that excuse either just because you were not given the law first, but you have it written on your hearts. Yeah. And he basically says that's the substitute for the law that was given to them. You have the exact same thing. You're without excuse. Right. You already know. Mm-hmm. Yikes, man. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> You're without excuse. Man right. is without excuse. Well, and, and if you press on a little bit into the end of chapter one, there, the last verse, the, this is a reason that we, we, or one of the reasons that we bring this stuff up, but one of the reasons also that as, as believers in Christ who, who want to have, the Bible needs to be our final authority, right? On yeah. on what we li- what we believe and how we live our lives. And so, this notion, and we've talked about this before. I think we, in in fact, it was uh, the gal who had a YouTube video that we that we critiqued, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Talking about love and and things of that nature. Yep. Okay, we cannot excuse sin, right? Or or keep the peace at the expense of truth, right? Right. Right. And so if you read uh, 32, verse 32 in chapter 1, although they know God's righteous decree and those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these things or do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. Okay? That's scary stuff, man. That is scary stuff. So it's not just, it's not just doing those things. And you're, you're right. There's a list. Okay? It's not just doing those things. It's also approving of those who do such things. Right. So if, if we take sin lightly, that's what we're doing, right? Yes. It's, it's not bad enough that you already know. You're refusing to, re- to retain knowledge of God. You know the ju- it says, who knowing the judgment of God? Go ahead and commit these things. And also take pleasure in them that do them as well. So imagine... Could we just could we imagine a society where we are embracing sin openly and then praising others for doing it? 
Did I ring any bells for anyone? Like, yeah, that's wild, man. That's, that's wild. Right in our back door. I yes. Mean, right, right next to it's here. Yeah, it's here. It's here. Yeah. Right. That's as a as a culture. That's the road we're going down. Embracing sin openly. These yeah. this and this list, man. This is not like yeah. for, this is not kitty stuff. No. Right. This, there's hmm. some there's some some wickedness going on here. Not only embracing that, but but we take pleasure in the others that take pleasure in the fact that others are involved in this as well. Praising sin openly. Well, and if you, even if you have this idea, and this is what I, one of the things that really annoys me about politics, right, <clears throat> is that I think there was some time ago, and I, I don't know if it passed or whatever, but it was like in Congress where they were talking about, we're not going to, there's not going to be, we're not going to say mother or father or things like that, right? Like silly stuff like that. Okay. There is no way they live like that. No. Right? Could you imagine old Nancy Pelosi? She, you know, doesn't allow her kids to call her mom or, or grandkids to call her grandma. Right? Like, quit. You, right. You, they don't, you don't live that way. And so, it's... So this notion, right, that, well, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect <laughs> me. Right? Yeah. Like, that's a terrible argument. It is. Because you don't, you don't live that way. Just because... Uh, something doesn't af- affect you, you're okay with it? No, because the, and, and this is why, because you're approving of it by not standing against it. Sure. Oh yeah. Right. I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. Either you're for me or you're against me. Right. Yes. That's what Jesus says. Jesus, and yeah, you, you beat me to it because you're, we're not, um, look, there, a war is going on. This, this spiritual oh, war. Okay. Absolutely. You cannot sit on the sidelines. You're not, there's no neutrality. Yeah. You are for him or against him. Okay. Yep. And if you are not for Christ, then you're against him. Then you're against him. There's, there's no, there's no way around that. Mm -hmm. You can't argue around that, can't debate it. It's not, it's not, it's not up for, it's not up. He said, you're with me or you're against me. And so I don't know, man. I, I feel like sometimes, um, Maybe to the non-believer who just will not commit, right? Maybe they've had that uh, some stirring in their heart, but there's they're just not that commitment. I feel like that's where they try to 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 ride that fence and go, well, you know, maybe mm-hmm. if I'm ignorant of the scriptures and I don't know, I'm not quite committed. So, if, but but if I believe, if I per, you know believe there is God, that's good enough to save me. But I don't really want to give up my sin. Like you're for him or against him. There's there's no middle area. No neutrality. But there are people that are absolutely deceived. I think I sent you a. It was I did a like a one of those uh, screen recorded the screen. Yes, yes, right. And we should get into that. Good grief! I mean, I don't know how. I mean, it might be quick, but like, what? Well, so I, <laughs> I kind of failed a little bit because oh, okay. last week on the episode you were talking about how you try not to engage in stuff that you know is going to yeah, I mean, cause conflict. Um, so I. I sort of did that. So this video, I have no idea why this video popped up on my feed. I have no idea. None. And okay. it, so it was this, I don't remember what the name of it was or, or anything uh, like that, but it was something about gay Christians, something, something or other. Okay. And the guy's argument was that not a sin, not a sin. Okay. And so. Homosexuality, not a sin. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Claim. And so I. I was like, what in the world? And so I just 
type. Nope. Is he in he I'm dumb question, but was he claiming to be a Christian? Yeah. Speaking that on was the matter. his okay. right. And so then what I think happens is that this guy, so I I just wrote nope. I think it's a generic uh response because and the reason I say that is because I think it maybe popped up again or so, at some other point and okay. I I I yeah, it did. It popped up again. And so then I I typed a little more than nope and I was just like, "Hey, this is a false teacher." Yeah. You know, be aware. Yeah. Uh do not be deceived. And but he, the response on both of those was the exact same response. But it was uh, where Jesus is talking about, like, if you look at a woman lustfully, you've committed adultery in your heart. He mm-hmm. quotes that verse, okay. and then it says hypocrite right after that, right? As in, like, you're saying that being a homosexual is sin, but you sin by look at if you've ever looked at a woman lustfully, you've committed adultery. But in that your still heart. defeats his point, though. Yeah, it's in not- order for you to be a hypocrite, the first point has to be true that homosexuality is sin. That that does not add to his argument at all. No, what they, did that it prove? doesn't matter. I'm not the standard. No, and he's and he's also right. Jesus says, if I look at a woman with yep. love, I've sinned. Right? Yeah. And we're we're agreeing. Well, but that's what and so world? that's what I had, I did respond in and and again I I think it was so generic. Like yeah. I don't think he'll respond to any it, of my responses. But but that was my follow up. Was like you can't. And I gave him a list of scriptures as to why I sure, believe what I believe, sure. but also you can't validate your own life and, and sin nature because someone else sins, right? No, like I'm not as bad Terrible as so and so. Logic. We're not throwing pots and pans at each other. We're totally fine. No, that's not the standard. I'm not the standard. That's wild, man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was his so, argument. So to the point, right? It's concerning when we have someone professing. Mm-hmm to be a follower of Christ and then teaching something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, are they for Christ or are they against him? That's what's concerning, right? Now I can't speak on his heart, sure. but I would approach him with that concern of like, look, mm-hmm. that, that, uh, belief is definitely against Jesus. So we need to talk, man. When he talked what, about what is going on, I think, and again, his, it was so generic. I, I don't even, yeah, but he talked about, like how I, that's so unloving to to you know why? make some why judgment. is it unloving to recognize sin? How is it unloving? I have no idea. God recognizes sin, right? Murder, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, we. Can, I'm trying to pick a sin that we all can agree on is sin. God recognizes sin. Yeah. Well, how is that unloving? Right. And why? But why isn't there this argument for any of the other sins listed in there? Yeah. Right? Like, oh, you know, adultery, totally I was fine. Say other or sexual being sin, a drunkard, yeah. or you know, any because there's lists of them, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I'm not. My intention is not to make We're light of any of one. that. Stuff. No, absolutely not. And and they're really we shouldn't be picking on one over the other either. No. Sin is sin. Uh, the concern is for the soul. Yes, if to to the exact same guy, if he posted, "Hey, I have a preacher best friend who is an adulterer. Don't hate on him. Don't like. He's all right. It's not. A, it's not a big deal." Well, we talked. We about- would call that out. We it's talked sin. about Carl Lenz not too long ago, right? Oh, gosh, like, and yeah, again, I forgot about that. I don't know, know where no, he's at yeah. in terms of salvation and things like that. Yeah. But I know that he was a, a well-known preacher. Yes. Um, I, I've no, I, I've never, I've never followed him. I have no idea. Yeah. But I know that he's well-known, and 
I don't I don't gloat in that, right? Nope. My my hope for for him would be that going through the things that he's gone through, making those choices, right, yep. to yep. live in sin, that he is drawn back it back to God Absolutely. in repentance. Absolutely. I, I wouldn't want Inst- any other thing for instead him. Instead of saying, right. hey, it's all right with you, man. That's not really sin because w- 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 fill in the blank. I don't right, exactly. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's sin, and right. we need to do better. Right. Yuck. Yeah, let's call it what it is. Yeah, all sin. Like, just wild. Um, is I was going to ask you, uh, is gambling a sin? I want to say, oh, man. I hope someone writes in. I want to say no. Scripture is clear about uh, trying to make money quick. If that is what's in your heart, it's against oh, that. Don't do that. Okay. But as far as like, I'm going to go play bingo or I'm going to go pull some some slots or whatever. Uh, n- <laughs> no, unless that's an issue, right? And we're we're being sure. frivolous and just we we spend our mo- life away. And here and I here's what I'm going to use to back that up. Uh-huh. The apostles literally cast lots to pick the new apostle. That's gambling. Yeah, but you're not waging anything, though. Well, th- yeah, they were. They it was either between. Um, no, I'm saying you're not wait. You're not waging. Just because it's not money is that what defines gambling? No, no, I don't know. I I don't know. Sure, I guess. But that's how they pick between sure. two guys, right? Right. Well, sort of on the on the chance. Hey, right? look, if I'm wrong, if that's a weak argument, someone comment. Sure. Cor- correct me. I don't know. I was reading, uh, and I was taken aback by. So there's there's no gambling in Africa. Did you know that? What? Yeah. Serious, bro. There's too I many cheetahs. <laughs> you do it so well. Where I think we're having a legit conversation. I thought you were dead. I was gonna. I was waiting to hear some like, yeah. There's a law where. Uh, this <sighs> I couldn't drag it out any longer. Man. Wait. So do you even care if that there's gambling in scripture? <laughs> I mean, it is a legit question. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, it's a legit question. Oh, glide and sink. I fell for it. Yeah. Is there gambling and screw? I just, I've been thinking about so like, how I'm, I'm blabbing. I was thinking about that one in the shower tonight before I came over. I was uh, like, dude, I, I've got to work this in. I'm going to be so smooth. This is the thing. I was I genuine. We, we need to. This is the competition right here. We got to work in the joke. Yes. Oh and my so the first one to do that, oh, I fill in an episode. Is the winner. Dude. Yes. You I want to hear the bell. Dude, I, I was hear the genuine. I was blabbing on yeah, about my sure. stupid perspective of gambling. It's a legit question. Um, You know what? Brothers and sisters, don't write in and correct me. You need to write in and tell Chris to stay on topic, right? This is I'm embarrassed. I and it was not fun. I'm actually I'm so we're embarrassed. We're talking about sin. No, I'm gonna edit out the last three minutes. No, don't you don't you do that like, to me. That's garbage. Don't you do that. Okay. That no, was a good one. Well, you got me good. The joke yeah. wasn't good. You got me good. The joke is pretty good. The joke was all right. I think we both laughed. Oh so. man. Heck How yeah. would you have cut me off? Would you have been like, he's going on, he's taking this way too serious. I need to get no, my joke in. <laughs> I don't know that I would have. I spend 20 minutes like, no way, gambling. Oh, man. Okay. Hmm. That was fun. So, you know what? <laughs> Let's go into it. What? We're about, we're almost to an hour. Want to okay. talk about our junk? Yeah. Cool. So, brothers and sisters, we're going to move on to a little segment we want to start doing every week. Right? Eh. <laughs> Tell you what, the goal for now is every week. We want to get into scripture, which 
technically, we do that every episode. Yeah. Here's the difference. Uh, Chris put out a piece of scripture on Monday, mm-hmm. and is that when we're going to do it? Just yes, every Mondays. Monday, yep. okay, on yep. uh, Instagram and Facebook? Did we, did we yes. put it on Monday? Did you? Actually, I don't know that I did put it on Instagram. I Sorry. feel like we get more interaction on Facebook, so... I can that do way. both, but yeah, I, okay. I, I did not. I'm sorry. So, that's all right. Hey, we're learning. Um, what we, what we're going to do, Chris posts that scripture on Monday. That means you have a week to look at it and then wh- whatever that means, you know, meditate on it, study it, maybe take a, 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 a different look at this passage. We're just trying to encourage going through scripture and a sort of, uh, um, What'd you say? Keep uh, hold you responsible for getting a script. What's well? I mean, I think that there's a little bit of accountability. Accountability, Um, but I like the idea. Word fell out of my head. I like the idea of putting it out on Monday. You know, and they have time, so then they know that that's coming on the following episode. Yep, I feel like that's pretty cool. Okay, I did put in some questions there. Yes, um, and if you didn't answer them, then there's going to be some stiff consequences or repercussions. Right. right. Chris doesn't mess. Yeah. I mean, you will come to their house. Right. Yeah. I will not do that do at nothing all. Nothing but dad jokes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then that following yes. Friday, we will, we're going to take a little segment to get into it. Now this isn't a, uh, a deep, you know, exposition on it by any means. Hmm. We're going to hit it bullet points and press on just a quick little segment. If I'm being honest, we've already spent too much time on it. Right. We're just, next week. We're not even going to do this discussion. You'll yeah. know next week. Here's our little segment, and uh, we're gonna get into it. So yeah. look for that. Be on, be on the lookout every Mondays. We'll put the scripture up, and you have all week to look at it. And Friday, sort of, here are our very quick little take on it. Oh, so are you gonna start the segment now? Um, yeah. Well, technically, we just we started a minute ago. Well, I feel like I it's missing something. The segment. That's our professionals. Little audio transition, you know. I thought uh, we weren't going to talk about the audio transition, man. But you did it. <laughs> I know, but we weren't going to talk about it. Well, when it, I didn't know it was going to be that amazing, how could you not? All right. How could you not? I appreciate right? that. Sorry. I appreciate that. All right. I dropped the ball on that, but okay. how could you not? So you can look forward to that wonderful sound when you hear that. You know that we're doing our <laughs> little segue to the to the scripture. Okay, uh, we'll have to come with a name. Do does every segment have to have a name? <clears throat> I don't know, man. I think that sound is that's well the enough. name. Here we go. So, Chris, do you have that chunk pulled up? I do. On yes, as do I. But you're, you know, what? I'm gonna read it though. Okay, I have the questions pulled up. Oh. That's what I have pulled up. Sorry. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. <clears throat> For though, <clears throat> for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed. Are, <clears throat> blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For the same way they persecuted the prophets who 
were before you. Mm. All right, man. What'd quick, you think, dude? Quick little chunk. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I've I've read that, mm-hmm. you know, handfuls of times. Um, sure. But I never. I have quit thought. I mean that that's a that's a famous passage. But I do love uh, brothers and sisters. Chris did a wonderful job at, at putting the scripture and sharing it on on our social medias, and then providing some handful of questions to really kind of think about as you're reading. Not necessarily that, that these are the questions you have to think about. Sure. But Chris was nice enough to provide those. Um, good stuff, man. I, I will. I'll tell you this. Going through it this time was the first time I really. Ooh, ooh, I'm about to read the wrong one. Um, really focused on the blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> I don't know why, for whatever reason, that one doesn't uh, or didn't jump out at me easily with what's he talking about? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. And for whatever reason, that that's 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 me. But this time it did, man. And so I really enjoyed out of all of that, focusing on that one, being poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And you just, you think about the true Christian, which I hate that. I mean, that's, that's just redundant, but the Christian, right? Followers of Christ, the person who is poor in spirit, who is able to go, I I mean, I imagine just pouring out to God and crying out and recognizing what I am. Mm Mm-hmm. And that bothers me in spirit. Mm-hmm. Just it, it wrecks you to finally look. We've all had that moment, moments mm-hmm. where you hit your knees and you, you cry out and you're like, God, I am awful. Yeah. I'm awful. I'm yeah. wrecked in my spirit. Yeah. Well, uh, James, <clears throat> James talks about in James 1, he talks about how like the poor in spirit essentially they, they <clears throat> you know, rejoice in your lofty position. Mm. And that, and I think it's exactly what you're talking about, and that's why because it's a recognition of who I am and how much I need God. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you, uh, verse six is the one that, that really stood out to me. Yeah, uh, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they will be filled. Bro, to hunger and thirst. Right. I mean, we all know what that's like. Right, right. So, like to be thirsty. Like I need a stinking drink. Okay, man. I'm so I need it. Like I need it. Okay, so, so right? to that, I I don't want to belittle that at all. But but I don't want to speak for everyone. I'll speak for me. Have I ever been without a drink for more than a day? No, no, I haven't. No. Have I ever gone more than a day without eating? Uh, I've gone a day without eating. Sure. So have I gone more? I, I not more than two days. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. I haven't. So do I actually know what it means to be like the the thirst that's that's painful, mm-hmm. the hunger that's painful, where your stomach starts to eat itself? Sure. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't help but like use that as a standard to go, man. Right. To hunger. And yeah. Thirst for right, but even to your point, I'm not trying to belittle that. I certainly know what what it feels like to be hungry for a meal. I've worked a full day. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry tonight. I'm yeah. thirsty. I certainly knows what knows yeah, what that feels like. Absolutely. So to imagine for righteousness, for righteousness, give me that righteousness. Yeah. And so I'm let's just take those it. two. Mm. So you talked about the porn spirit, and I'm saying this one here. Unless uh, you got the questions pulled up. Yeah. So how? So go to question number number six. Okay. And and sort of answer that. 
real quick. How right? do these promise blessings compare with what most people in the world prize? Right. So, yes. or or even even evaluating those things. Right. Poor in spirit. How would the world evaluate that? And then, of course, obviously, <clears throat> uh, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Right. You 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 look at the people that are poor in spirit, right? Right. That understand their condition, right? That are broken, right? And and the world will look at them as as undone, lost, of z- almost no value, right? Yeah. Not bringing anything because it's all about selfishness in the sense that sure. what can you do for me? Right. Someone that's broken in spirit, what are you going to do for me? Right. Now, that's not true. We understand that that's not true. But that's how the world that's, will look at it. That's what they would look at, right? It. Absolutely, righteousness. Man. I mean, you think about that, dude. To hunger Ooh. and thirst after righteousness means I need it. I need to be righteous. Are you kidding me? Okay, so coming off of our Romans one that we talked about earlier, like that the reprobate mind would purposely say, "I do not want knowledge of God." Right. Righteousness. Right. You would be but mocked. Instead, I want these other things: right. fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness. I mean, right? Gosh. Yes. Yeah. So. Instead, so, okay. So imagine, because here's the thing: our flesh wants those those things naturally, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I don't have to work to want fornication. Right. My flesh wants that. Right. Okay? Absolutely. Uh, or 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 wherever you fall in here. Um. So to say, no flesh, knock that. Like no, not having that. I'm instead of that, I'm hungry for righteousness. Well, think about, dude. You make an excellent point. Which I think is the first one. Did you mean that? Yeah, I really did, man. Uh, <laughs> Crying again. But the I... fact that it is so easy, right? You don't have to work at wanting these, the, the, the fleshly desires. No. I mean, that is so, it's so telling in the fact that it's easy, right? Or it's difficult to abstain at times, bro. right? Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. And you look at the lit. So here's the thing. If, if I said fornication and you, the listener, goes, no, I don't. I don't have a problem with that. Okay, we'll read the whole list though. Sure. That, that's my point, yeah. right? There's something in there that your flesh goes, yep, pretty easy at doing that. Right. Pretty easy at wanting that. Right. Man. And, and if I'm, if we're being honest, it's not just one thing. You could probably check off a list on, oh, on the, sure. that goes, yep, my flesh yeah. goes yeah. to that stuff pretty easy. Well, and it's easy to, <clears throat> to sort of lie to yourself too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not a problem. Yeah, you took that second look. What are you talking about? Right. Right? Well, and to those that, you know, uh, if I could bring up addiction for a moment, those of you that, that struggle with an addiction, what, you know, drugs, alcohol, whatever pornography, is. whatever it is, you really know that feeling of, man, it is really easy for me to do X. Well, let's whatever, talk about the hunger of the flesh in that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Absolutely, like man. it does. It can it can consume your mind. It can like be agonizing. I, oh my goodness! Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why the analogy is perfect to wanting to hunger and mm-hmm. thirst for righteousness. Right. Again, I don't know what it means to have that deadly thirst. Sure. But the body does. Right. Mm-hmm. That thirst for righteousness instead of having a hunger and thirst for the world. You the fill world. in the blank. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Which comes naturally. Which so imagine that you're you're fighting this natural urge to breathe air, right? Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's just a natural thing the flesh does. But you're going, no, not hungry for that anymore. Well, have you ever held your breath long enough 
or you know, I'm sure you did this with your brothers, or they probably held you under the water, but uh, a little tour. You know what I'm saying? Like where you held your breath so long, and and you did that air, just want needing it, wanting yeah. it, needing it. Man, here, uh, be quiet for be quiet for a minute and thirty. I'm gonna hold my breath right now and show you. Go ahead. No, we won't do that. That'll be a terrible segment. Could you imagine being quiet for a minute? <laughs> when everyone's like, "What is going on? What's, what's he doing?" Um, I edited. I, so for the listeners, we edit. We just edited out the past ten minutes. I ended up holding my breath for about nine and a half minutes. It was pretty cool. But anyhow, yeah. it's good. To you made it in. look really easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anything else on that little uh, weekly chunk, man? It's no. good stuff. Really appreciate it. Big up to Chris. Um, so. Is the other thing. Next week, are we going to continue where we're at? Yeah, I think we're going to, and, and the reason, so we're going to go through the Sermon on the Mount. I'd like to do that. I'd like to start that as sort of a mini sort of series of this uh, segment. And the reason I think that it is relevant is because we're getting into those uh, disciplines that every Christian really should desire to grow in. Yes. And the Sermon on the Mount is just so practical yeah. in terms of what does it look like. I mean, this is Jesus really given, I mean, just laying it out very clear, very plain. Um, another one that I think would be a cool, like, ser- or a, a book to go through would mm-hmm. be James. And yeah. I say that because of the just how practical it yeah. is. But at any rate, yes. Okay, so for next week, we will continue this um, where we're at as far as weekly scripture. Yeah, we're, we're going to go just 13 to 16, okay. I think. But, and I anyway. only bring that up because to the to the listeners, again, this is a new segment we want to tr- try to do. This doesn't necessarily mean we're going to start here and work our way through the Bible, mm-hmm. right? We might get to a certain area and then go, okay, next week we're looking at, like you said, James, wh- wherever. So right, yeah. It doesn't necessarily want me to be following but, something. But it, it we will be consistent in, in – Dropping it on Monday. Yes. That, that will Just come so out Monday. So, so you know where we're at. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And you can read it. And um, brothers and sisters, do leave us a comment. Uh, let us know what you got from this week's little chunk of scripture. If you had questions, maybe we said something that made you kind of think, oh, I didn't catch that. Or or what did you see from from Matthew 5, 1 through 12? Just, yeah, I uh, think that would be a cool to see see what other people took from it or or yeah. were there other of those sort of attributes that that really stuck out stuck out to you i mean we, we talked about two of them and yeah so and, and, and like they're all 50 good, more that's not oh sorry um no that'd be really good to hear some of the other ones uh what stuck out at you what questions you have um comment we want to we want to see that kind of engagement okay anything else chris i did have a confession for tonight. Yes. What is it? Are we getting to that one? What is your confession? Well, are we are we done though? What is your confession? Okay. So uh that never mind. La- I don't oh, I was really looking forward to so last week, um before, Oh that one. Yeah. What <laughs> no, it's the I only one. I thought it was one. the other no, one that you I don't were telling ha- me. I don't have a ton No, of you were saying something before. <laughs> There's something wearing. about like you had a change of heart, right? About getting knocked out by Amanda Nunes, right? <laughs> like she, no, you, we were talking about every that. day. I wake up more convinced that I would be king, undefeated champ. Oh man, hold on, hold on. No, you didn't hear my new one. Oh gosh, in coed <laughs> MMA. 
Wait, wait, wait. Here's the thing, though. <clears throat> if there was a co-ed MMA, do I have to cut weight and go clear down to her weight class? Or do we just fight at our, our own weight? I mean, class? I feel like she would whip you either way, but... So you're basically... It's like, dumb question, Joe, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, can I ask you a relatively personal question before yeah, let's you... Do it. Let's do it. Are you... Are you? No, this is kind of, this is a dad joke. This is a dad joke. No, it's not. Okay. I was going to ask you if you're uh, if you're Miyagi Do or uh, oh man or, or Cobra, uh, Cobra Kai, Kai or Eagle Fang. Eagle Fang. <laughs> and I don't know if that's spoilers for anyone. Uh, yeah. Okay. Dude, we we really like Cobra Kai, right? Dude, I, it's, it's stinking cool. I'm okay recommending to everyone. Hey, there's this nice little show. That's, sure. that's that's built off the Karate Kid franchise, and it's out now called Cobra Kai. You have not seen this. Check this show out, man. Right. It is good. I mean, there's parts in there where you're like, I, For the most part, it's pretty yeah. clean. For the most part. Right, it is. Right. There's some words. Sure. What, out of three seasons, there's like yeah, three no, I mean, it's inappropriate not, I mean, Right, it's not a lot, but... I think the thing that we geek out about a little bit, and I suppose we're really getting off the rails here, but yeah. is the show. writing. Yes, man. Dude, they have done a fantastic job. Showing characters that you have, for the past 30 years, have been exactly. convinced, oh, I know exactly who's good. I know exactly who's bad. I know mm-hmm. who I should root for. I know who I should hate. Right. Watch Cobra Kai. Right. You, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm a, to answer your question, I'm a Cobra Kai fan. And I'm definitely rooting for Johnny, mm-hmm. right? And you guys all know Johnny is the bad guy from Karate Kid. But here's the thing, man. And here's why I'm Cobra Kai now. After I- I've always been Cobra Kai since since the show started, but I'm still Cobra Kai because I'm convinced Johnny's going to get it in the end, man. I'm I'm just convinced. I and oh, I could be wrong. The, and that the show is good at that. Of like, I have not been able to predict anything. I don't know right. where this is going. Yeah. Gosh, it's so good. Check yeah. it out, Cobra Kai. Anyway, so back to your confession. We're not big enough for sponsors, too, so they're definitely not paying us to say that. No. Okay, so here's my confession. Last week, <clears throat> we, uh, I mentioned that before we started recording last week's episode, uh, literally moments right before, Chris and I were going through a chunk of scripture, and I had a understanding, and Chris had an understanding, and mine was wrong. Chris showed me and corrected me, and I said, if we get enough comments or engagement from y'all, we'll talk about it now. So... Which leads me, I guess, to our next segment where Joseph Dobbs Joseph Dobbs confesses he was wrong. So I know my wife's gonna really enjoy that. She I heard her amen downstairs just now. I so did I. That's weird. I got <clears throat> earmuffs on, I got you turned up. Even. Um <laughs> I was wrong. I was totally wrong on this this little bit. Uh so we'll get into it. Chris, can you give us another little audio segue transition so we know? Another sound. Oh gosh. I I'm sorry, man. You're a one and done. I well, <clears throat> I probably could come up with something, but you know, I don't want. This is the thing: is that I love you, brother, and I don't want to have a segment where you're wrong. I just I feel like I took a vote, and <laughs> okay, you know, all right. Man. The rest of the staff was against doing Ooh. a segment where Joseph is wrong. So, so luckily, this is just a one-time deal. Yes. Okay. Right. But I was wrong. So here, here, here it is. We were talking about the passage, right? Jesus being the true vine. Uh, and we're in John 15, one through, I don't remember how far we went when we were reading it last, uh, last week. Um, uh, one through six. Is that it? Yes, fire yeah. into the fire and burn. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. where we stopped. Okay. And for whatever, I don't even know why we were talking about that chunk before the show. I have no clue. 
Well, and, I mean, we brought it up somehow. on the show. Yeah, did sure. we? Yeah, we did. Man, we talked I'm, about it on the show. Oh, and I said, "Hey, I was okay." Yeah, 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 yeah. But you didn't right. say what what you felt like you're wrong about. Anyway, and so we'll get into that tonight. Okay, so uh, I'll kick it off. My understanding of that passage was the uh, okay. Seems pretty straightforward. Uh, Christ is the true vine. Nothing could grow or bear fruit outside of that, which he says. So he says, hey, even to you, you cannot bear fruit outside of me. So that in my mind, I was like, well, yeah, that makes sense as a Christian. Like I, I, mankind, we tend to go, oh, I can do good. And he's saying, nope, you can't. Well, um, uh, again, we're talking about spiritual fruit. Um, being able to produce that, I can't produce that outside of Christ. Okay, that all makes sense to me. Then when it gets down to the part where he says, uh, to the branches that don't, right? <clears throat> uh, to the to the yeah branches that do not produce fruit. Um, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Okay. In my mind, I always understood that is oh, that's a Christian who maybe backslides and stops producing fruit. Therefore, he cuts them off from the vine, mm-hmm. throws them away, and they're burned. Burned as in he maybe brings them death and call, calls them home, that they're misbehaving so bad or whatever. Sure. You immediately call me out and you're like, what? Like, how far does the person have to backslide? Like, I don't think I was that stern. but You were like, you dumb co-host. I definitely. Yeah. Not. Well, this bruise would say otherwise. You threw a book at me. But anyhow. <laughs> so so I said, well, what do you mean? And Chris was like, no, this is about, you know, the, the hell. Like, it's about the person going to hell. Here's here." is the part brothers and sisters that um, sort of uh, persuaded me. Here's where I was like, Oh gosh. Yeah. Here's a problem. And we'll get into it. Actually, there's a perfect segue to mention next week, right? We're starting our series and what's the first topic we're, we're talking about getting into the word, getting into the word. Okay. And there's, uh, I hope I'm assuming we'll get into the tools and sort of techniques, yes. right? Certainly the mm-hmm. stuff we learned. Here's the thing. I was reading something into the text that is not there, brothers and sisters, first five verses talks about uh, branches that are in him. Well, that means the branches are, they're, they're on him. They mm-hmm. exist. They're on the vine, right? So they're, right. they're able to grow fruit. So in my mind, what I did was I read into the text and assumed the branches that were, are gathered and all this were cut off because they were attached to him. They're cut off and withered and burned. Here's a problem. That verse does not say anything about being cut off. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't on him and then cut off. It says, if a man abide not in me, meaning a branch that was never in the vine. This branch was never in the vine. Right. Therefore, that branch withers and is gathered up and put in the fire and burn. That's the non-believer. That is a person who's not in Christ and never was. They will be gathered up and burned. So. Yeah. Now, what you're not saying is that a person could lose their salvation because... Mm-mm. You were not in, you are not of the vine. You weren't in them. Right. Which that's what someone could take is like, whoa, a branch was cut off. That means they could lose their, se-. nope, that's not, the verse does not say anything about being cut off. It says, right. if a man abide not in me. So the branch never was in Christ. Right. Therefore, burns. Ouch. Cool. But, could we, could we go a little bit further? Sure. What does, um, oh, is it in this? Because there's another passage talking about being grafted into the that's vine. That's Romans. Okay, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what it... So yeah. you could say... But but the bottom bearing fruit, right? Yes. 
bearing fruit. Yeah. Right. And so that, and that goes back to, like you said, like you said, in, in really how Jesus opens up the Sermon on the Mount, <clears throat> blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Right. And then to talk about thirsting after hunger and, mm-hmm. or thirsting and hungering after righteousness. Yes. Yeah. It, that, the result of those things, understanding where I stand with God mm-hmm. and my absolute need for him and thirsting after what is pleasing to him, that the, those things produce fruit. I'm not concerned about the world and all this other stuff. Right. I'm concerned about God. I think that something that um, I've, I've really been thinking about lately <clears throat> is, you know, for the last couple of months, uh, you know, since the election and things like that, man, I, I have been pretty consumed by a lot of the going goings-ons yeah, of the no, world yeah. and not, and I wouldn't say that it's been at the expense of pursuing God. I wouldn't say that, but I would say that more than I should be consumed by those things. Sure. And so I don't know. I, I know that like, if you, if you get on, get on any of the social medias now, it, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Right. Yeah. And so I'm in this place now where I just want to be consumed by God. Like, I don't, I really, I'm, I'm going to be intentional about just not engaging that stuff, man. I got a lot of other stuff going on. Um, this is something, this, this podcast, this ministry is something that is very important to me mm. because I want to be used by God. I want to help uh, enable people to know who he is, to be able to, to live uh, that life of peace and hope, the things that we get to have. I don't want to be consumed by the world. And so I think that it takes some intentionality to take a step back from these other things and really dig in. Mm. Really dig in, um, <clears throat> which I kind of wanted to talk a little bit tonight uh, about. I mean, just a little bit. I don't know where we're at on time, but uh, <clears throat> about and uh, we brought it up last week. But going into this this sort of series, this mini series or whatever about these disciplines, yeah. is that it does not matter how much of the word we consume. It doesn't. You could, you could, and there are people who know this thing frontwards and backwards, right? Bart Ehrman is a great example. Mm. He knows more about the scripture than I will ever know. And I, and I feel pretty confident about that. And unless, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it would take to know as much as that sure, guy knows yeah. about the word, but he is not a believer. He's not. And that wild that it is, it really man. is, man. But I think that that goes back to what you were talking about with Romans one. Right, choosing to reject yep. the truth. Yep. So anyway, uh, but but the point of what I'm getting at is is we got to be disciplined. That's really what that's what makes the difference, right? It's not enough to say yeah. I want to be better at prayer. I want to get into the Word more. Right. It, you have to take that step. You have to be disciplined. And every and this is the thing that I that we all understand to some degree to be true is that we are all different, right? Like yeah. I was telling you before the podcast, oh man, I, I, I know that there's this quote and, and I can't remember stuff. And so I know that I, I take little screenshots and I have way sure. too many. So then you got to sift through all those. I know that about myself, right? That my mind oftentimes is going a thousand miles an hour or, you know, 999 miles an hour. <clears throat> and I just, I see stuff and I'm like, yeah, and I'll have a thought and then bam, I'm off to the next thing. That's just how my mind goes, man. Yeah, and so yeah. it's difficult to <laughs> sometimes reel that stuff in. And so I, <laughs> I take pictures or I take notes. Like there's so many times I'm, I'm having a conversation with someone that I'm like, 
I'm I'm listening. I'm taking notes because I want to remember yeah. something they've said or, or whatever it may be. <laughs> and so anyways, it's the discipline. So whatever that looks like for you, if you are a person that needs to schedule it, to write it down on paper, on your calendar, hey, 6 a.m., I'm up. This is when I'm getting to the word. You know, this is when I'm praying. Right. I'm going to pray on my noon hour. Whatever mm-hmm. that is, whatever works best for you. I think that there is a, a liberty, right, would you say, to to schedule that stuff at a time yeah. that works best for you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, if we're talking about that self-discipline, right? So <clears throat> Chris and I are, are pumped to get into this series because uh, it, man, it's just something we're passionate about. Like, we—, we Yeah. <clears throat> I think we're coming from experience where like we learned and we were given tools and, and we're still learning. Right. So we just want to help whoever could use uh, said tools. Right. So that being said, that's all this is. It's our approach to go, man, what let's help some form and fashion. Um, right. It's not, but if it was a million dollar production, we had the best writers, we had the best theologists, whatever that, Brothers and sisters, at the end of the day, doesn't matter mm. unless you are going to use it. Self-discipline. You have to get into this. So um, for for any of you who have been struggling for the past umpteen years of, man, I want to get into Scripture, but I don't know how. I want to be better at praying, but I don't know how. Like, just mm-hmm. well, start. The first step is start, usually the hardest, Yeah, right? man. Like, you ha- you have to get into it. And I mm-hmm. and I and we use the, the gym, getting into shape analogy. We used learning guitar. You you don't just become amazing overnight, right? Mm-hmm. You, yeah. Get at it. Practice. Get after it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now yeah. I'll grant. Maybe some people, as soon as you call on Christ and you're saved, He might give you the gift to, of teaching immediately, and you're you just got a knack for it, and you're great. Cool. Sharpen that. Yeah. You don't absolutely. just stop there. So even to those who who getting into scriptures natural for you or praying mm-hmm. whatever, sure. Sharpen it. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's all it is, man. Is <clears throat> Even if this was the best series in the world, which it probably will be, uh, it starts with that self discipline, right? Yeah, you, it, it's you it's on you. It's on you to yeah. train, and you have it. to. And again, a part of that is understanding yourself, right? Like if I were to say, yes. "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up at three a.m. and I'm gonna start praying. I'm gonna do that every day." Like that's a discipline. That okay. is not practical for me. Oh, I'm not for me. For me, for some okay. people, do, they would have no problem with that, but. For me, that is not, I am not setting myself up for, for, uh, uh, success. I'm not right. Right. Like, and and if I'm being honest with you, uh, my prayer time is not usually first thing in the morning. It's it's just not now I do pray in the morning, but that is not by and large my biggest prayer time. Mm -hmm. And and the reason it's not is because I'm usually like trying to wake up and, and I'm being honest, right? Like if I'm bowing my head and praying, I'm, Probably fall asleep. Sure. And I feel bad about it because I don't want to just throw up empty words that mean nothing. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, oh, just an essay. Well, I, I know I'm drawing a blank because there's a, there's a passage about that. I'm, I'm not just repeating words and I'm not trying to impress them. I'm not putting on a show. Right. I really yeah, want to yeah. pray. I want to give mm-hmm. you my heart in yeah. prayer. So you beat me to my the point I was going to make was just that, right? If, if we're being self disciplined, then that means you have to be aware mm-hmm. of self, right? Sure. So if you, if you get, just ambitious from this series and you're like, yeah, uh, well, Chris, I'm going to, I'm going to wake up at three every morning and start praying because it's time to get serious. Mm-hmm. And you know, you are not the person that can do that. Right. Don't do that. Right. Man. What? Cause, cause why? 
Right. What? What's okay? I'm not making one of them, but I'm asking you why? Why are you getting up at three and and, mm-hmm. and praying for the next four hours or whatever? Sure. Why? Can you do it later and you actually can and commit and be consistent? Could you do it after work? Oh yeah, I'd be better at that. Okay, then do that. Right. Well, because it's easy too when <clears throat> say you you start this new discipline, whatever, whatever it is. Right. Right. Uh, <clears throat> and I miss a day for yes. what for whatever reason. Yes. And sure. It, Listen, it may happen, okay? And say I miss two days. Sometimes it's harder to get back on mm-hmm. on the wagon, which it is really illogical, but at the same time, that's a truth. Sometimes yeah. it is. It's like, oh, I've already failed, and uh, what's yeah. the point? Or, you know, I'll, I'll catch up later. Or, you know, stuff like that. No, just just get back on. Get back yeah. on the horse, right? I'll, I'll tell... Um... To the listener, I, I found, I, look, I tried to like praying in the morning, praying as soon as I wake up because I want to, uh, and, and look, don't let people guilt you into it, right? Because mm-hmm. some people will say, man, I have to pray as soon as I wake up because I want to start good, my day praying. It. Cool. Yes. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. good. I've, I have found mine, and I'm still guilty of um, sometimes my head hits the pillow and, I, and prayers come up, and mm-hmm. I try to do it then. But I'll be honest, I'll, I'll, I'll pray to fall asleep. I mean, that, that's what will happen. For me personally, I found the best is to pray when I'm at work. So you have, so you, if you pray when you're falling asleep, you're praying all night. Is that right? Boom, baby. Wow. Yeah. I, in, I trick my brain oh to my uh, go into, what is that where they say you can purposely dream what you want to dream? I don't know. Lucid but dreaming I, or whatever. You, you have this aura yeah, about you. I've it's trained myself really to pray all eight hours a night through sleep. Wow. Yeah, right. So you sleep eight yeah, hours a night? right. No. Um, I, but I have found... Okay, and actually, let me change it. It's it's not just work. It's um, work or exercising. It's it's when I'm doing something physically hard. Yeah, I love praying. Love praying. That's interesting. I, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's that stress that makes me go. I don't know what it is, man. And I, and and mm. I like whatever. The listener can make fun of me, but sometimes, like, I'll I'll look. It's not about an emotion, right? It's not about who can have the best prayer. But me part, but me personally, when I'm when I'm praying during something physically stressful, dude, I'll, like it, that moves me to tears. And it's not I'm not like saying, oh, it's emotional for me. It's when it's physically hard for me that I start praying. That I, I don't know why I work this way, but my brain puts all the focus on God because it sort of makes me go, oh, look how hard you work and look how strong you're exercising. This is nothing. This is nothing compared to what he can do. So that's sort of my like, oh, I'm going to bring prayer to him. Because, sure. oh, I'm back squatting my max tonight, and it's impressive. No, it's not. Like, there's something about when I'm physically strained, that's when I love to pray. So that's cool. That's mine. I don't know. Figure yours huh. out. I mean, way to, way to ruin that, that discipline. You know, <laughs> you've taken all the good material. No. <laughs> oh, giving out the tidbits too early, huh? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we'll pray no, to, man, we'll, we'll awesome. dive into it in prayer. Um, yeah. Scripture, same thing. You yes. know, people tend to, oh, I have to wake up right away and, and read for the first two hours, and yeah. you can't. No Bible. A- hey, listen. No Bible, no bread. <clears throat> no Bible, no bed. Man, we have a lot of t-shirt ideas. Uh, just it's that self-discipline, man. Sure. Find that time. Same thing with going to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. Self-discipline. There's no rule that says you have to do it at three in the morning. Right. You find that time that works for you. Commit. Be consistent. Yeah, okay? commit and be consistent. <clears throat> and it's that, seasonal too, right? If you have to move it around because of 
a sure. season, whatever, work that out, man. But we, we, and we've talked about this and again, I, I'm sure next week we'll, we'll get more into this as it pertains <clears throat> to the word, but it is definitely one of those things where whatever that discipline is, when you're, when you develop that habit of, of doing it, it definitely is easier. But yeah, I would say, yeah, say that. it's almost different than anything <clears throat> I've ever experienced in my life in mm-hmm. that. And I miss it. I really do. Yeah. And there's been been times where, um, and it really it's usually when, when I'm preparing to preach. Sure. I, because I I get into the weeds and I get into the the veins on the leaf, right? Um, and and that's not what you preach on, right? I mean, you know, what I'm saying like <laughs> you have to get back to it, right? Yeah, yeah you got to yeah. get to the point. But it's like, <clears throat> man, it's so uh, that it's fun, level, that depth of study. It I'm telling you, dude, it brings me such <clears throat> joy, oh, dude. I love, I, and I don't. I mean, I guess it's because of the word of God, right? I can't yeah. say it. Well, I don't know why. That's why, but eh, no I'm saying, and I know that every not everybody's like that, and that's sure. okay. Sure, yeah, because um, Chris and I have that lens that we're looking through. We 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 approach scripture because for one, we want to we want to know what it says, but we want to be able to teach on it too. Mm-hmm. We want to speak on yeah. it. Yeah. Now, maybe you are not a teacher or speaker, so you just want to read it because you go on, man. What is God saying to me? I'm trying to hear what God's saying. Right. That's fine. That's fine. Um, the other thing in scripture too is. And I, we'll probably get into this little tidbit when we get in the series. But I remember one of the big tools that sort of helped me uh, when we went through our training was, um, I believe Jim is the one who said it, but but brought up this like one of the approaches to scripture was treat it like a like um, archaeology, like you're digging, you're mm-hmm. trying to find what treasure is in there. Yeah, and that like you said, you get off in the weeds, but that is fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah. Looking for what's connected and seeing where the the trail goes. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I love that. Yeah. Good um, stuff. Shout out to my brother Chris. He he asked me a good question the other day. He was over. I think I think it was when we were watching Cobra Kai, trying to get him through season three. Um, he asked me, and I don't know why he asked me this, but he goes, "Hey, what's what's the the not?" He didn't say like the best achievement, but he goes, "What achievement have you done that you're like the most like proud of? Like okay with?" And I like, dude, in an instant, I was like, scripture, mm-hmm. like studying scripture. Cause you, you could say anything else I've done. Like I'm, there's some stuff I'm glad that I've done that I'm proud of, but there's something about scripture where you're like, I don't know. It's a joy to get in God's word and to mm-hmm. know what he is saying. Did you, did you ask him the question? <clears throat> I feel like he went, yeah, kind of me too. And I, I, we didn't really like talk. Oh, I, I thought man. I was going to go somewhere. So Chris, if you're listening. Yeah, what's I up? I want to bud? finish that conversation, you freaking turd. I, you know what? I, I would. I feel like he would. He might be fun to have on the podcast. Sometime. No, I hate him. We're not having him on. Is that right? No, we'll have him. I want to. Uh, man, ask he him would about, be fun to have on. Yeah, I think so. Um, I want to ask him about his uh, world championship. He's because he's a world he's a champion, too. right? Mm, what? I feel bad. I don't think Chris is. Lo- you're the Logan. Oh, Logan. Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude, yeah. I'm so sorry. Why did I? Sorry, I don't know Chris. what happened in my brain. I'm so sorry. Hey, but he should be. Oh, Chris, Chris is, is freaking strong. strong. In real what? life, like the like, I know on the internet, I know mm-hmm. there's people that are stronger. But in my life, that I personally know, he's the strongest guy I know. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's f- he's strong. My goodness, but I could freaking roll him if I wanted to. I doubt you that. listening. You stupid. <laughs> is he your little brother? Yeah. Where do you and fall? He's twice in the mix? my size. <laughs> Where do you fall in the mix? Um. So it would be it would be. Uh, 
man, if we're going all the way back, because we got Patty, Dan, Trina, Amy, Logan, me, Chris, JB. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I knew JB was the youngest, but. Yeah. Hot dog. And he's the best looking one. Who is? JB. I'm saying that because I don't know if he listens. I don't think he listens. You shouldn't compliment him, then. Shout out, JB, if you're listening. So sorry, bud. All right. Um, what else, man? We're getting on an hour and a half. Um, oh, I do have a personal <clears throat> plug. Okay. It's re- well, it's relatively personal. Although I feel like uh, I, I <clears throat> I'm so excited though. Uh, so I'm sure you've I try I put a video out today. Uh, yeah, I watched on, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So Hope's Place is doing, they're doing a fundraiser, like mm-hmm. the, the Baby Steps for Life. And so I, I signed up to do it. Now, I almost didn't do it because I, I messaged them and I was like, so, so how, how does this work? You know, like what, it, how, are, how are you getting, like how is this raising funds? Sure. Right? And the response I got was, well, I mean, the registration. Uh, and so... I, I so I, and so I pressed and I asked like hey you know could I could I say have you know ask people to donate on a per mile basis you know that kind of thing and they were all for it man they thought they thought that was a, a cool idea so how is the money being raised just by your entry fee? yeah that's that's I oh. it, my, that's my understanding is that and I don't want to say the okay. only way because I'm sure a lot of sure, people sure. are doing it so I mean you could straight up cool. just give yeah right? yeah yeah absolutely but your video was asking. Hey, I'm doing this to partner with me for every mile that I yes. run. Okay. okay. Yes. And so I put that video out mm-hmm. and uh man, I've had I've had like several people reach you out. You have? Yes, dude. Wow, that's pretty cool. I know, man. That's cool. Like every time I just it I cannot <clears throat> like I praise God. Mm-hmm. What how freaking cool, man. That's dope. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. I I shared it for you, so I guess if if someone does hit me up or questions, I'm I'll mm-hmm. steer me sure, in the direction. Yeah, man. Okay, that's I I don't know. I guess I I bring that up because a if you want to either do do the do the uh, fundraiser right, like you, it's not too late to sign up. Yeah, uh, is one thing, or man, if you would partner with me, my goal at this point is I want to run a hundred miles. Mm-hmm. I mean. And I'm not, I'm not like a strong runner. I, I do run, but that's, that's a lot of miles, man. A hundred miles in over the course of. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it'd okay. be by the end of February. Okay. So I, so if, if I stay consistent, I can, I can do that. I don't, I don't, Gosh. I don't really doubt that I can do that, but, but I, it's, I guarantee it's going to be challenging. And I would say this, that I'm going to push it as hard as I can, sure. you know, in a safe manner. Man, that's pretty right? cool. So that, that's my, my goal. But, uh, so that being said. Uh, if you haven't signed up, sign up. Cool. Joseph, you can run with me. I'm not part. a runner, man. What could I do? <laughs> um, or if you'd be willing to partner, it is for a good sure. cause. A hundred percent of the proceeds are going to Hope's Place, and we've had, we had uh, Donna and Jessica on some yep. time ago, and just had a f- fantastic conversation. But also, um, <clears throat> I mean, they're doing some great things, man. They are. I, man. I believe in what they're doing, yeah. and so as far as this, man, this. is this is a no brainer for me to do that. And then I'm so, I'm so thankful for uh, those who have, who have partnered so far, man, praise God. And thank you for your faithfulness. Um, man, really cool. I'm excited to see, you know, in a year from now, what's going on out oh, there. Oh, where they're right? at. I mean, yeah. they, they had big plans and, and 
they're moving in a direction. Um, we took my students out there uh, yesterday to look at sort of their their uh, projects, see what they're doing because they want our carpentry department to to jump in. It starts with the numbers. We have to give them an estimate sure. what it costs. They apply for mm-hmm. the money. Um, but it was I just I love hearing her story. She told the students like, "Hey, you know, just a year ago we started with pen and paper. Yeah, and now here's where so we're cool. at. That's that's awesome. It really is. Yeah, and I I feel like that's a that's a testament, right? Yeah. Oh, she, Donna, she gives glory to God yes. for all of it. Yes. You know, it's just, just wild. Yeah. Because they'll admit, cool. we didn't know where this was going. Sure. In a year? Yeah. It's wild. It's cool, man. Very cool. So, okay. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, the next time you hear from us, brothers and sisters, again, look for the, the Monday message. Ma, ma. I don't know. I'm trying, I was trying to think of a triple literative. Didn't work. Yeah. It's really didn't it didn't but that's okay just yeah look, look just for the verses on monday, on monday. <laughs> look for the verses on monday mighty um, message monday oh yeah. that's the segment oh that's good dude very good thank you get your week started off right uh if you we do again we like the comments and things like that uh we would like some comments even speci- specifically about what you think of the verses what you took from the verses uh if you have any questions that's fantastic as well um as always we do want you to or we would appreciate a rating on whatever your listen your favorite listening platform is uh shares shares are a big deal ratings are a big deal uh again we love your comments and we're we really want to be a light in this world right like we're called to be salt and light and i and i think that that's coming up in in our in our monday verses yeah is oh, to yeah. be salt and light yep. and so we're we're called to do that and and joseph and i we love the Lord. We love the word and we want to do that in this world. And so, uh, that's what we're using this platform for is, Absolutely, is for that very thing. So we want to be honoring God. Again, want to hear from you, brothers and sisters, whatever, uh, you, you gleaned from that passage from, uh, this, what was it? Mighty, mighty Monday message. I already forgot <laughs> the title. Whatever you got from, so, we want to hear from it was you. So good. Though. Yeah, it was a classic. Okay. Uh, brothers and sisters, next time you hear from us, we'll be getting into the series. Super excited. First topic, getting the scripture. Okay. Yeah, how do we do it? So you, when you, do we do it? You don't want to miss it. Where do it. we start? Hold on, I'm trying to close, dude. Oh, I thought we were going again. Nah, we're done. All right, Another man. hour and a half. Okay. Oh, just super excited for it. Okay, this has been another episode of True Discussion. Until next time, God bless. God bless. Get woke, go broke? Nah. Dad jokes. Get broke.